Her hair was fair, a pale gold colour, brushed straight back from her forehead and hanging below her shoulders. It was like a golden cloak and glistened just as beautifully as the crown. She wore a simply cut linen dress of apple green with a wide yellow belt and yellow shoes and she carried a small pigskin dress case. The man I want to see, said the old man, is Mannering himself. John Mannering, we must insist, Miranda. Miranda did not speak. The old man's voice was quite remarkable, especially because it was so unexpected. A harsh, croaking sound would have seemed natural. In fact, he had a soft, smooth, cultured tone, and spoke as if he were aware that his voice was his great asset, and must be used with caution and with skill. Mannering drew back. Sylvester, a grey-haired man with the manners of a courtier, was on the other side of the door. He opened it. The girl freed her arm, took the old man's elbow, and thrust him gently inside. Sylvester bowed. The old man shot a swift, suspicious look at him from those dark, buried eyes. He was breathing heavily, and a beading of sweat fringed his lined forehead. "'Good afternoon, sir,' welcomed Sylvester. "'Will you please sit down?' It's very warm, a tiring day. He pushed a chair forward. The girl glanced at him gratefully and helped the old and ugly man to sit down. Thank you, thank you, said the man. The girl did not speak. I wish to see Mr. Mannering. Is he in, please? Mannering was still outside the door. He isn't at the moment, but I expect him back soon, Sylvester said. Then we will wait. You're very welcome, sir. Sylvester bowed and moved a little to one side. If you care to look round, you will be equally welcome. I haven't come to buy, said the little old man testily. I've come to sell. We would have great difficulty in selling if we didn't sometimes buy, said Sylvester with the same practised courtesy. He glanced at the girl's pigskin case, as if wondering what was inside. I will tell you the moment Mr. Mannering arrives. The old man nodded. The girl still didn't speak. Although both looked round, neither of the callers paid particular attention to the shop or its contents. Theirs was the quick, casual gaze of someone who was not really interested, who knew that nothing here was likely to hold their attention. Some beautiful antiques, the oldest dating back to the 13th century, some cabinets with a golden sheen almost as beautiful as the girl's hair, a suit of male armour once worn by a jousting knight, and on the walls, paintings by masters, all old and of diverse sizes, would have fascinated connoisseurs and anyone with even a little knowledge of the past and of beauty. The lovely girl and the ugly man looked from one to another with impatient, fleeting interest. They treated a Rubens and a constable with equal indifference. Glass showcases held rare jewels and jeweled objets d'art, one filled with pieces matching the crown and coming from the same forgotten court. But none of this interested the couple. Mannering observed all this from the street. Sylvester disappeared. A young man sat at the back of the shop, listening to the comments of the people outside. Then Mannering came in nodded briskly at the couple and went to his office to the right at the end of the long, narrow shop. Sylvester was waiting. They asked to see you personally, sir.
Did they say why? Mannering rounded a bow-fronted Queen Anne desk and sat down as he spoke. Sylvester stood near the door, venerable with age, courtly of voice as well as manner, a little too English to be true. The old man says they've come to sell, he said. I didn't ask for details. I had a feeling that the man would probably resent it. He appears to be nervous, and when outside said that he hoped that we could be trusted. Mannering grinned. What did the girl say? She hasn't uttered a word, Sylvester told Mannering. If you'd like me to find out why. I'll see them at once, I think, decided Mannering, and gave a crooked smile. She is really something out of the top drawer. Very lovely indeed, sir, Sylvester hesitated. It's strange that she hasn't yet uttered a syllable. Shy, too. Have you noticed, asked Sylvester reflectively, that she has a strange...